Georgia officials say it is still too early to determine whether the shooting that left eight dead massage parlors in the Atlanta area was a hate crime. The suspect, Robert Aaron Long of Georgia, was questioned by officials. He was apprehended after his family saw his photo that was publicized by police, contacted police, and that enabled authorities to apprehend uh, Aaron Long, Robert Aaron Long, the suspect. Authorities said he had frequented the parlors in the past and may have had a potential, quote, sex addiction, sex addiction, pardon me, unquote. But officials wouldn't say whether the parlors where the shootings occurred were places that he had actually visited or were places indeed where sex took place. Long is accused in a series of shootings over nearly an hour at three Atlanta-area massage parlors that left eight dead and has raised fears that the attack was another hate crime against Asian Americans. Officials have said in a press conference earlier this morning that he's admitted to the shootings, but said they were not racially motivated. And that report itself has raised the ire of many. This from Twitter earlier this morning. Anti-Asian racism and violence has been a problem in the South long before COVID. I grew up close to the shootings 30 minutes from Georgia. Every Asian person I know from that area has experienced overt racism and legitimate fears about their safety. This is way deeper than a pandemic. The author of that tweet, Ju Young Lee, sociologist at the University of Toronto, who's on the line. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Um, Can you react here just off the top to the report that I just read about this not being racially motivated? Um, Yeah, I mean, that's that's a typical response by uh, somebody who is actually doing something that's very racially motivated. Um, You know, being called out for doing something that's racist is something that's still in 2021 very uncomfortable for many white people. And so it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that in the heat of the moment at this particular juncture, when it's still, you know, this this tragic thing just happened, this shooting string of shootings that he's denying on the face that it was racially motivated. But, you know, one has to wonder, look at the evidence in front of us that he targeted Asian owned businesses. The women that he killed were Asian women. Um, So there's a lot of troubling details here that make this appear like a hate crime. I read your tweet in our preamble. Can you tell me about your experience growing up in that area? Yeah, so I I went to high school in Jacksonville, Florida, which is basically right at the border of Northeast Florida and Georgia. Um, And, you know, as a Korean American, I, you know, experienced racism basically all the time. And some of it was the little stuff, like the microaggressions, the stuff where people would say, oh, your English is so good, or um, where are you really from, when I would tell them that I was born in California. Um, And some of it was more overt. Like there were, you know, instances where, you know, I, I went to high school with people who proudly, you know, wore the Confederate flag to football games. And, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, people in Olive Garden once told me to go back to where I came from and were making uh, like stereotypical Kung Fu noises at me. So 
you know, it's the whole gamut. So I think when I heard that it was in when these when these shootings happened there, I just thought about all the people who I still know and care about who are still there in the southeast who deal with this stuff all the time. And as you point out, this is pre-COVID, but post-COVID, uh, things have gotten much worse, um, not only in the United States, but also here in Canada. For example, in Vancouver, the tally of hate incidents targeting East Asians has gone up sevenfold from 2019 into 2020. What has been your experience in Canada since COVID? Um, I mean, I I definitely have experienced moments during COVID where uh, people would look at me in, in, a, in a kind of, they would look at me sort of like sideways, like if I was in a grocery store. Um, I have colleagues and friends in Toronto, in downtown Toronto, one of the most diverse areas in the world who say that they're afraid to go out. They've been afraid to go out during the pandemic because people shouting slurs at them and telling them to go back to where they came from or that they were the the cause of the quote-unquote China flu. So, like, uh, I, I think that's one of the interesting things for me as a sociologist is to, on one hand, feel like I escaped all of this prejudice when I got a job in Canada, but then, on the other hand, to see it resurfacing in, in this time. I'm speaking with Jung Lee, who is a sociologist at the University of Toronto. Y- you feel that um, the intolerance and the racism that you've experienced in the South growing up has migrated north? Yeah, and I, I think when I came here, I still had that that kind of wide-eyed belief in the myth-making that, that Canada sometimes tells about itself, which is that it's this very inclusive, multicultural place. And in many ways it is, but, um, you know, as you mentioned, Vancouver police reporting a seven-fold increase in anti-Asian hate crimes. I mean, th- this is real data, and, and this is something that's been going on in generations in Vancouver. It's something that we see reports of happening in, in multiple places. So if this is happening in big, multicultural cities like Vancouver, it's happening in Toronto, imagine imagine what it's like in communities where there aren't a lot of immigrants, where there is uh, antipathy towards immigrant groups and more specifically Asians. Like it, 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 I think this is a call to, for all of us to not ignore the fact that this is happening here. Thank you, Ajiyoung Lee. Thank you. Appreciate you coming on and sharing your story today. Thanks for having me. Jiyoung Lee is a gun violence expert and a sociologist at the University of Toronto. Uh, and I, I just, I, I would just echo that this is perhaps um, a moment in the face of the tragedy in Atlanta to re-examine our own conduct and our own internal bias, and to ask ourselves, those of us who are not Asian Canadian, how is it that we have behaved in these last twelve months? Have we consumed the lie that somehow Asian Canadians are responsible. We've seen it on YouTube. You've seen the viral videos in grocery stores, people ranting, saying racist remarks. It happens here. And sometimes it's not so overt. It doesn't have to be a person with a gun. It doesn't have to be 
a person shouting at a store clerk or a convenience store owner. Sometimes it's much more subtle, and we need to examine our own behavior. And that's what I ask of you today. 